is uh the uh <laughs> shit fire. That was a Johnny Be Good cover tune by uh, one of the girls from Larkin Poe. Uh, you can find them mainly on YouTube, but they do travel and tour uh, a little bit at festivals and things. Uh, the band's name is L-R-K-I-N Larkin Poe, P-O-E, Larkin Poe. Check them out on YouTube. They got some great original songs. And they do a lot of really good cover songs. Uh, she's a great guitarist. And the other girl, she plays a several, well, they both play several instruments. Whatever. They're a great band. And they're cute. As you'll come to find, if you haven't already, I like any band or song that has my name in it. So, anyways. What uh, the heck is going on? So... Today I was uh, messing around on Twitter, Tweeter, and uh, by the way, on Twitter you can find me at the real underscore Big John, and uh, I might as well do all my social media crap. On Facebook, it's John Morrow, a conservative op-ed page. And, of course, here on YouTube and the Anchor podcast and every other podcast app, it's Panic Attack with Big John. So, one thing, uh, I was messing around with the Twitter and... Uh, you know, sometimes Twitter and social media can act funny, especially when you're trying to tag people. You know, there's people in groups and, uh, you know, pages uh, for businesses or, you know, pages for individuals like fan pages, whatever, that I know I've tagged in comments and posts and tweets. Events, you know, sometimes they just... You're typing in the name you swore you've typed in a dozen times or more, and it won't come up. So finally, I just put in the search box, uh, what, Jim Cornette. I was trying to tag him or at him on Twitter in a post, and some bitch he found it. I looked and he's, I found his profile. And it was just the profile picture and the, uh, what's that thing, like the backdrop or whatever. And so I looked closer at it. And first I thought he, like, shut down his page altogether. And then upon further examination, 
no, he blocked me. Uh, so when, I guess when I pissed him off Wednesday night and what I was, uh, a couple weeks ago, he had done, you know, a, a scathing review of, uh, the NXT Great American Bash show and of the, um, AEW Fighter Fest, and he's really down on AEW wrestling. Uh, so as I'm watching and I'm, you know, I'm tweeting my own personal comments about it. You know, I, I would end every uh, post with, and Jim Cornette just had an aneurysm, or something like that. Uh, and then I started watching Fighter Fest. And I said, I'm really enjoying Fighter Fest. And Jim Cornette just had a stroke. <laughs> and so, and I may have uh, tweeted something about Donald Trump to him. But he always says, you know, if you out yourself as a Donald Trump supporter, he will block you automatically. And I'm not sure if he did that, if he said, you know, if you're an AEW fan, He'll block you automatically too, but uh, he blocked me for whatever I was tweeting, and I was just you know messing around. I don't know the man. I'm a fan of his, uh, and I'll still be a fan of his. But you know he didn't get the jokes, evidently. That you know he if you ever listen to his uh, YouTube uh, videos, podcasts, whatever. He gets himself so worked up into these tizzies and so angry over the smallest stuff. You just think he's going to have an aneurysm and blow a gasket. And so I was making fun of him and he didn't think it was funny. So evidently. Oh well, Jim. Still love you. I actually uh radio partner great the great Brian Last uh, you know his uh, podcasting partner you know can you find out why Jim blocked me exactly and oh well it was kind of cool I interacted with a celebrity on Twitter a celebrity read my my post on Twitter. Ain't I cool? So some cool stuff happening. Not so cool stuff. I don't know. Things that caught my eye. Things that caught me in the eyeball today. The uh. Okay. So Trump has uh. Had a meeting with um, the Presidente of Mexico, the President of Mexico, for you white trash peoples. Um, he met with uh, the President and they signed a new trade agreement which uh, wipes NAFTA out and benefits the United States and Mexico. So that's, that was good, right? Probably didn't see that in the press. Um, 
and a, a thing that uh, this really disappoints me and a friend of mine but anyways um, there's a Hispanic owned food company I don't know if they're based in Mexico or America and frankly I don't care uh, the, pre the owner of Goya 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 I don't know how the heck you pronounce it I say Goya Go Goya that's how it looks to me G-O-Y-A and until somebody pronounces it correctly that's how I'm going to pronounce it uh, so the president of the company owner of the company came out and endorsed or supported President Trump uh, you know, said nice things about him at a looked like they were at like a round table discussion um, about you know U.S. and Mexican trade, uh, and now you know, man, she's so oh, this Latino girl that I like, uh, not the one that I'm having a relationship with, but the. I went to college with her, and she's a nice girl. Um, but she's so anti-Trump. And she's like, she posted something. Does anybody know of a food bank that we can get, you know, give, give away food to? And another Latino-owned food company. Uh, we have cupboards filled with Goya foods. Like, come on. If you like their product, you like their food... Just deal with it, you know. And she showed like a, a bag of uh, Goya noodles. And I'm encouraging all Trump peeps to get out there and buy Goya foods. Show, you know, it's probably good food. I mean, I've seen it on the store shelves and never bought it because I thought it was like a generic brand, but evidently it's top quality. Um, but anyways, they, um, you know, show people that their boycott's not going to work. Why should people get put out of business and people get put out of work? Because you're dumb and you listen to everything the mainstream media tells you. How silly and ridiculous is that? Anyways, there's a link in the description on YouTube to a Reuters article. It's entitled Head of Leading... Hispanic-owned U.S. food company sparks backlash over praise for Trump. So it's Hispanic-owned, but evidently based in the United States. Answer my own question if I would have just read my own article. Well, an article that I've copied and pasted for your consumption. Something interesting. <laughs> this was... Um... I don't know, I probably live about two hours from Cleveland. So on my news feed on uh, MSN, I get <laughs> uh, some things for Cleveland.com uh, and the city of Cleveland area and uh, Columbus. Those are the you know two nearest cities, major cities in Ohio to me, nearest to moi. Uh, the headline is, 
disorderly or well, blah, blah, blah. let me start over disagreement over kittens you heard me right folks a disagreement over kittens earns a man disorderly conduct charge Cleveland Heights police blotter let's see what this says so disorderly conduct colon Rattlemont Road at 1.05 p.m. July 7th police were called to a home to report a on a report of a disturbance at the scene the police spoke with a woman who said her boyfriend had argued and physically fought with her three daughters ages 20 18 and 16. the disagreement involved several kittens which the woman had left outside the 16 year old daughter didn't like that the kittens had been put out and yelled at her mother at this point the boyfriend intervened and told her she was being disrespectful to her mother the girl got close to the man's face yelling at him the man pushed her away the other sisters joined in the argument the man also admitted kicking the 16 year old girl saying she did he did so to get her out of his room police charged the man with disorderly conduct uh so it's kind of domestic violence um not funny um but yeah kittens started a family quarrel which ended with the police being called well let's hope that the family can get their you know bearings and get their lives together and uh hopefully the kittens are safe uh what did i just say july 7th that was like three days ago it was a very hot day, uh, if my memory is correct, and you shouldn't have had your pets outside uh, on a day like that, unless they had, uh, it's actually law, unless they have adequate protection from direct sunlight and access to uh, water and nourishment. So actually... It, there's an outside possibility the mother could have been charged with animal cruelty uh, if a, if an animal if a humane officer had uh, been called and deemed it appropriate Ohio has some very strict uh, animal cruelty laws I know I I I um lobbied my state representative and a friend of mine who was uh, pol a deputy policy director for the or some sort of policy director for the Ohio Republican Caucus I kind of got, got in both of their ears and said you know hey I think we need to pass what was called the Goddard Bill which uh, really put a, uh, some heavy fines and things on uh, stuff like animal cruelty. There was a famous weatherman in Cleveland named Dick Goddard, 
and uh, he was known as an animal lover and animal activist, I guess. Uh, I'm not as familiar with Dick Goddard, but uh, they named a law after him. Nick named the law after him. And it passed the Ohio House. And I believe it was signed into law. So, in sports, sports, I hope we have sports this fall, man. I hope this coronavirus doesn't uh, cramp my fantasy football style any. And, uh, you know, I, I don't know. The NFL hasn't said anything official. You know, a lot of schools from high school to college and professional level teams have done, you know, a lot of changing to their way they practice. I guess the Pac-12, that would be the Pacific 12, uh, it's a West Coast College Football Conference. They're only going to play uh, teams within their conference. So whatever teams were on the schedule uh, that are in the same that are in the Pac-12 conference, that's the only games they're going to play. I don't think they're going to add any games to the team's schedules. Uh, they're probably trying to cut down on travel because you know. Uh, if you're in an airplane or something like that, I mean, that, those things are like flying germ canisters. Uh, but the big uh, disappointment and big uh, revenue loser for college football uh, is the USC versus Alabama game. USC is a Pac-12 team. Uh and unless the university has some uh, freedom here, that game is evidently canceled. The headline, uh, who's the, who reported this? USA Today Sports, the headline is Pac-12 decision to play conference-only schedule comes at a heavy price for USC-Alabama game. The Pac-12 Conference's decision Friday to join the Big Ten, that's the division that Ohio State plays in, and I think they're actually 12 teams, but they still call it the Big Ten. Uh, the Pac-12 decision to join the Big Ten in limiting, limiting fall sports competition to games against conference opponents is the beginning of developments that could have significant financial consequences for Power 5 conference schools. So basically there are five major conferences in college football that are considered like the traditionally the best five conferences. And uh, the A... Shitfire. Pac-12 is one... The Big Ten is one. The Southeast Conference is another. So that's three. I don't know if the ACC is still considered a power conference. Because it's pretty much dominated by Clemson. But whatever. One of the games that will not be played under Pac the Pac-12's plan is 
between Alabama and Southern California. These are two like traditional college powerhouses. Frankly, even though USC has gotten a little better in the last couple years, and my friend's son plays for USC, and Bama would destroy them. Uh, so the Bama and Southern California game had been scheduled for AT&T Stadium in Arlington, Texas. The game was set to provide Alabama with $6 million in, uh, in participation fees. So it's just for showing up to the game. The University of Alabama was going to get $6 million. And this kind of plays into another controversy in college football. Uh, should college football players be paid or get a stipend? Now, if you're on the football team, I mean, right out of high school, you're getting a a scholarship. Now, some players come. Everybody comes from a different background. Some don't have parents that can send them money uh, to spend on themselves, like personal items that they need. And the scholarship doesn't cover, you know, clothing. It covers room, board, books, and tuition. And maybe uh, a couple dollars for spending money. Um, but... You know, you're, if you're a kid in college, you know, you want to go out and have fun. Well, you can't go out to a, a restaurant unless it's on campus where you can use your, you know, campus food card. Uh, if you need a new pair of jeans, you, you better have a part-time job, you know. And college athletes, I mean, they have to practice the coaches practice them the maximum number of hours the NCAA allows. Then they have to go study to maintain their eligibility to play their sports so they can keep their scholarship. Uh, some of them don't study or some of them just aren't too smart, one or the other. But, uh, you know, th this is a difficult life. And then you see this... Uh, Article where the University of Alabama was going to get six million dollars. Well, yeah, they're going to invest that six million dollars into athletic equipment, you know, for the the athletes. But the kids aren't getting that. You know, kids don't see that money directly. So you know, this is something that's been talked about. College football is a multi-billion-dollar-a-year industry in the United States. Between, you know, ticket sales, advertising revenue, and corporate sponsorships, the NCAA and the universities make a shit ton of money. Uh, but a college kid cannot have uh, a shoe endorsement deal with Nike. But a college basketball coach can tell Nike and the university that his players are only going to wear Nike shoes like Mike Shish, Nike, <laughs> one of my favorite coaches of all times 
Mike Shashemsky at Duke has a contract with, I think it was Nike, maybe Reebok, he may have switched back and forth, but he has a contract with a shoe company that his players only wear a certain shoe from a certain shoe company, and he gets paid millions for that, and the kids don't get anything. So, uh, one, the, uh, the virus that's pandemic is putting a cramp on our sports. We're only going to get a half of a baseball season. Uh, the NBA is starting back up, and they're going to play something of a season. Um, a season that's going to end like around October or November with the playoffs. Uh, but around the end of July, we're going to have Major League Baseball, NBA basketball back. Um, hopefully in the fall, we have professional football. I've talked on it numerous times. I hope the NFL waves its goofy TV uh, rules and gives us a doubleheader football game of football games every Sunday this fall. We'll see. Uh, they may be playing at empty stadiums, but in that with the NFL, you know, the money is in the television, not as much the the fans in the stadium. So, uh, moving on to other other things, other thizangs. Jislaine uh, Maxwell, Jeffrey Epstein's right hand woman. Request bail release due to unprecedented virus risks. Now, I have been adamant about prisoners being let out of jail early. Uh, even though most states, they're only releasing prisoners with a, you know within a few days of their sentence release anyways. Like, if you're close to 90 days of completing your sentence and you've been a good prisoner they're giving you a get out of jail free card in Ohio I mean that's tolerable but for me jail is a place for bad people to go to be punished you shouldn't be let out of jail one day before your sentence is up unless you've been proven that you were wrongly convicted uh, and this just, just Chris Chislain, Chislain, there needs to be a little pronunciation thing in parentheses for some of these weird names. But anyways, this Maxwell lady, Jeff Epstein's right-hand woman, one, she's on Clinton's side watch, suicide watch. She has a cell, a cellmate that, uh, <laughs> is supposed to warn prison guards uh, if Jocelyne Maxwell tries to commit suicide. Also, uh, they took away from her anything that had like a string, uh, that anything could be fashioned into a noose. Uh, they have her wearing <clears throat> paper clothing instead of uh, cloth clothing so she can't fashion her clothing into 
a noose. Uh, they, she doesn't have any bed sheets or pillowcases or blankets in her cell. Uh, and it, good. I mean, she's she did some horrible things to children and lured children in to be to have horrible things done to them. Uh, and now she wants uh, to be released on bail because there's an unprecedented virus risk. Now, our prisons and nursing homes, God bless the nursing home people. We got to remember to pray for them tonight. Uh, but the prisons have been, are, been a peach tree, a breeding ground, peach tree dish, breeding ground, whatever you want to call it for the virus um, that the federal prison in Elkton, Ohio is notorious for it. A lot of prisons are. Um, the Columbia County Jail where I live, last I heard, had a lot of inmates escaping but had no cases of ye virus. Um, but whatever. This is, uh, this woman doesn't deserve any mercy. Uh, I don't feel sorry for her if she gets the virus. Uh, I frankly hope she does not get it before she names names and opens up the book of pedophiles because you're going to find Bill Clinton and you're going to find uh, Alan Dershowitz and all these you know high-powered men that think they can buy and you know influence their way in and out of anything. Uh, so. Let's, uh, let's do it to it before she commits Clinton's side. You know, I wouldn't want her to... Wouldn't want her to not hang herself like Jeffrey Epstein did. So, you know... Um... It's just crazy, folks. You know, this, uh... It, this stuff is just... You know... Out of control. all the things. So, um, get out there and buy you some Goya food. It's called G-O-Y-A. They like our president. Uh, do not fight with your children over kittens, please. Uh, let's hope we get some good college football. I love college football. Love it way more than the NFL. Um, there's another link in the YouTube Descriptione, where uh, Tim Pool is talking about uh, an interview that Kanye West did uh, about Kanye's run for president. He's getting his act together. I guess he has some new political party called the Birthday Party.
also can score by Elon Musk, a very uh, good uh, businessman. And Kanye has billions of dollars. Uh, so, one thing he mentioned in the interview is that, uh, you know, Democrats are afraid he's going to steal black folks from Joe Biden. young lady shredding the guitar on a cover version of uh, Sweet Child of Mine by Guns N' Roses but that wasn't Slash sounded close to Slash though and Slash is a way very actual because I know Axl Rose watches my videos Axl Slash was a way better fucking guitar player than that buckethead guy you hired Glad the real Guns N' Roses is basically back together. <laughs> 